0: When Sean has got one back, tears came to my eyes. When we went two and up, and I heard those thousands of Sligo people, I was proud and we went out and won. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. More drama here. Chilani. North they have looking for Stenson's head away
1: at the far post, and over it comes Elliot Stenson! One one!
2: It's brilliant, 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 brilliant! Here comes Quigley, and it's there! It's Slugger over 3, St. Patrick's
0: Athletic 2, and that could be the decisive moment in the title race.
3: We will never forget this day.
1: Welcome along to episode number 113 of the Vidaret Supporters Trust podcast. Ronan Flanagan here this week, joined by Magoo. Magoo, how's things? It's bad, Ronan. How are you? Good now. Good, good. And Donald Kelly, Donal, what's the crack? Tip top, Ronan,
0: thank God. I'm hopefully, it's a uh, lucky uh, 113 for us uh, this weekend.
1: So, this week, we'll look back on the last men's home, last men's game away to Bowes. We will look through the category results. We will look at some international call-ups and we'll also look back on the last two women's games and we'll hear from the manager Steve Feeney ahead of a historic Cup semi-final on Saturday at home to Aclown and we'll also look ahead to that game at the showgrounds. Right lads, we'll look back now on the last men's game before the break it was Bo's away. Donal, 3-1 defeat. Uh, your own thoughts from the game.
0: Um yeah, it was a game of two halves running, I suppose. I thought we were very good in the first half. Uh albeit not creating any kind of clear cut chances. But it I felt like we were the better team. Our, you know, like the, the bulk of the ball was down the both half for the for the first half. But whatever happened at half time we just it's like we never came out of the never get out, never came out of the changing room at half time. And uh it's just, you know, both got one and then our heads came to drop a wee bit and then they got a second. And then I think, I actually, I think uh, as soon as Bulger came off in the second half, it was it a was, uh, foregone conclusion nearly at that stage. We, we lost out of our uh, impetus when Greg went off and uh, unfortunately we were the wrong side of it. Uh, the one positive, I suppose, was that Pedro got his first league goal and credit to him as well because there's a lot of pressure. at The first penalty kick, had to be retaken, uh, I see Barrow encroached. Um and he had to retake it again. He was under a lot of pressure and he stuck it. So fair play to him delighted for him anyway that he, he he broke his duck in the league, like you know. And uh, shout out to Frank uh, Frank the Cat. Uh, I watched the game with Frank Wersky there and uh, Top Man always give us a wee plug there on Twitter and things like that. So come on Frank. We'll see you hopefully before before too long. Next thing's I think he's he'll be over again so fair play to him.
1: And Magoo was at this point, I suppose to, as Donald mentioned, the start we made in the first half to to lose the way we did in the end.
2: Yeah, um, hundred percent. I like Donald, I thought in the first half we were a better team, but I thought, um, just looking at it, I felt like I felt there was even more in the first half. There was more in us to to go for it. I didn't think balls were offered anything. I thought like they were so direct balls. All I wanted to do was was kick along off that put down the channels and stuff and I thought we were dealing with it handy enough um, and I thought we could have really went for the toss. so I just you know we were, within a half time I thought all right, we'll go back out in the second half now and we'll really go for them so it was so disappointing to, for it to go the other way that instead of you know being a bit braver we actually as Don said whatever happened at half time I don't know but like we obviously regressed a bit and I know it was couldn't have played much worse than it did in the first half so they were obviously going to get better but I was so disappointed in how we came out in the second half. And just didn't step up to it at all. Um just step back. Maybe like it was nearly like we were expecting them to be better. or they're not gonna play as bad and we were fearful of it, instead of, you know, taking the game by the scruff of the neck and going for it. 'cause they're like they weren't they're not that great. So that was disappointing and it's Dolan said, Yeah, I I hundred percent agree that that when Greg goes off, like it's just we just kinda of fall apart then after that. There's no there's no there's there's no chance of getting back into the game once he goes off whatever chance slim chance we had before that it, it was gone once Greg was off from trade um mm-hmm. which is disappointing with all the, the other players are nobody to step up and and take responsibility like that and take the game away the, the neck, but you know it is what it is it's it's that's the season though like I think the way the results have gone in the last few weeks anyway we we should be safe enough, so you know. So now we move on It was No point in harping on about it too long. Right, lads. Next part of this week's show, uh
1: Donald, the senior women's team, 3-0 up at home to Cork on on Saturday. Unfortunately, Cork came from behind to draw back 3 3, but uh there were positives to take from that game. Oh,
0: ma- massive positives running in fairness like we were so in control in the first half. Mys- myself and Jerry were doing the doing the coffee shop in there. And we were totally dominant in the first half. And maybe, I suppose, maybe a slight bit of complacency. I mean, I would actually I don't think that's fair either. Uh, like, in, in fairness, uh, Cork had a chance. And our keeper uh, touched it off the post, came back out again. Uh, Cork were first capitalised on the on the rebound and, and they got one goal. And then they got two quick goals then after that. And we kind of panicked a wee bit. Uh, but having said that, after the third goal went in, we just, I suppose, composed ourselves again, and uh, by fair finished finished the game so strong. Uh, the 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 goalkeeper made a couple of great saves. I think we had a penalty kick that should have been given. Like I was actually over at the coffee shop, and I could see handball. And yes, uh, linesman, local fella, won't say too much uh, <laughs> that's about him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, somehow bizarrely couldn't see it, and there's only a couple of feet in front of him. But anyway, look at these things happen. You don't you don't get all the decisions all the time, you know. Unfortunately, we hardly seem to ever get any. But anyway, <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be a <laughs> podcast without me having a bit of a bitch about an official. <laughs> under, <you know.
1: laughs> three great goals, Don.
0: Yeah, sorry, Ronan. Yeah, three great goals. Um, now, they were down the opposite end of the pitch. Uh, <clears throat> they were down the opposite end of the pitch from, from where I so was. So it's hard to kind of, I suppose, uh, give a, an, an honest appraisal of them. But from where I was, anyway, they are lucky three great goals are right, yeah.
1: Right, we'll look back on a few academy results, starting with the under-15 boys. They were defeated 1-0 away to Drogheda United. The women's under-17 team, they defeated Finn Harps away from home by four goals to one. Goals coming from a hat-trick by Mackenzie Reynolds and one goal from Amy Murphy. The men's under-17s, they won 4-0 at home to Drogheda. Two goals from Corey Mackay Lavery and one each from Dara Patton and Callum Lynch. The men's under-19s, they also picked up three points with a 6-2 victory over Ray. In Sligo, it was a hat-trick from Owen Elding. One each from Ulton O'Grady, Rashid Yoboa and Patrick Montgomery got the sixth goal. The women's under-19s, they finished off their campaign... The women's under-19, they rounded off the weekend with a win of their own with a statement 5-0 win away to Shells at the EO. That's not easy found, but a 5-0 win for them. Two goals from Shayna McMonagall, one each from Katie Maguire, Becky Doddy and Ella Vahey. We also saw three call-ups for three of our underage players. Connor Walsh has been selected for the Republic of Ireland under-19 squad for two friendlies against Scotland and the Fair Islands in Spain. Cade McGrath, who plays for our under fifteen side, he played twice for Ireland a few weeks ago. Ireland under 16s. Um they defeated Finland twice in the space of two days. In the game, two games took place in Drada, while Kiva Flynn, who is part of the senior side, who was also under nineteen, Still only 15 years of age, she played for the Ar- she plays for the Ireland under seventeens. They have three Euro qualifiers coming up this weekend. So best of luck to all our internationals, best of luck to Connor, best of luck to Kiva. And hopefully he will be successful there and come back to the Bitter red injury free. So Steve, first of all, when you sat down at the end of last season as was well, the start of this season as well. Would you have earmarked getting to this far in the cup?
3: Um I suppose it was something we probably hoped um more so than you know really kind of um thought uh, too much about but it was something that we wanted to kind of have a cup run this year. We felt like last year um we just didn't turn up in the quarter final and give a good account for ourselves so we were disappointed with that. So uh, we wanted to give the cup a kind of proper go this year and um, thankfully, we've uh performed in the two games so far, and we're, we're in the semi final now.
1: And we touch on those two games to get here so far 11 nil against Bonnegie. Um, was it just a case of I know it might have been a potential banana skin? People were thinking about Bonnegie, but just getting the job done, getting to the next round,
3: yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, when the draw was made, um, home draw, you were happy, um. And, uh, it, like, without being disrespectful to Bonaghi, just, uh, I suppose, the different divisions and the different leagues and that you were you were kind of had that expen- expectancy that you should be beating them. Um, but we, we didn't take them for granted in any sense, you know. We went and watched them and myself twice and, you know, we had our homework done on them and knew, knew quite a bit about them. Um, and then I suppose it was kind of just giving that information to the girls and making sure we were at it. And I, I thought the girls were really switched on that day. And from minute one, uh, they, they kind of gave Bonnegie nothing to kind of hang on to. Um, you know, it's a it's a big it's a big step up for Bonaghi. Like, um, I thought they were, you know, like they gave a great account of themselves in terms of how they conducted themselves and how they never stopped going. You know, even though the score line was kind of harsh on them, and um, they kept going to the end. But you know, it was pleasing from our point of view to see the girls kind of getting a few goals and kind of been, I suppose, showing a kind of route beside to to themselves as well and taking advantage of the chances to create it.
1: And was then it was the. What is you say it was revenge from from last year or avenging from last year's um...
3: Um, Yeah, I, I don't know if revenge, but yeah, look, it definitely, um, it was something that we spoke about in the lead up to it. Like, you know, we didn't feel we performed against them last year in the cup quarter final, and obviously it had bet us a few times in the league as well and um, we wanted to give a far better account of ourselves. I suppose was the first thing we wanted to do, and make sure the performance was good, and then we believed if if we got the performance right, that we were capable of beating them and getting through. Like, and thankfully on the day, the girls gave a great performance. Um, I'd probably say our, our most complete kind of ninety minute performance, uh, definitely this season, if not over the two seasons. Um, and we came out the right right end of it and got through obviously to the semi final and with the one 0 win. And we
1: spoke to you back in July and it was kind of mid season break, and you're thinking, you know, what's the what's the remainder of the season going to bring? Um, I suppose of note really, you brought in players kind of freshen up the squad. The likes of Emer Lafferty, Kiva Flynn has kind of made the step up from from an underage level. So they've been they've certainly fit into the squad very well.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose the big thing we kind of had in our minds um, going into the break was just trying to add a bit more experience to the team. Like, you know, we, we feel like we have some really good young players coming through. And um, girls that probably in the last year and a half have probably had a lot more kind of exposure and expectations on their shoulders than maybe needed Um, at kind of 17, 18, 19. Um, so I suppose that's where Emer Lafferty and we signed Keeve O'Reilly as well, a keeper who unfortunately has suffered a couple of injuries, but um has been brilliant around the place, you know, just her experience and just the way she kind of bounces off the other girls and kind of brings a good atmosphere. Um, So the two of them have been brilliant in that sense. And obviously Emer's performances as well. Like she's slotted in at centre half in the last few games, a position she's never played. And looks like a girl who's been playing there a long time, you know, so like that's been a, a massive bonus to us. Um, And then Kiva, as you, as you mentioned, like um, has come up through the underage at the club, like, um, like so many of our girls, um Kiva had been training with us kind of gone into the break and um came on against Cliftonville, I think, and the All Island Cup for her kind of first appearance. But she's really kicked on since we've come back after the break. You know, she's really stepped up um and she's come on and, you know, given some really good performances for us. Like um crazy to think she's fifteen, like when you watch her playing like in the in the national league. Like but um Kiva's actually away now um at the moment uh with the under 70 Irish team so she's obviously not a an option for us this weekend but um, she's been excellent uh, since coming in with us and uh, she's she's a girl who looks like she'll have a, a bright future. futurist like Rovers and um, hopefully with Ireland as well
1: and the return of Paula McGorry as well that was an added
3: added bonus as well yeah definitely um, Paula was a big loss from last season you know um, obviously in terms of her goal scorer and that but uh, just her kind of presence on the pitch and the experience again that she brings and she's just a very level-headed kind of mature uh, girl and um it was brilliant to get her back, you know, it, ideally it would have been earlier in the season, but um, it, it, it finally happened, I suppose, in terms of her, her work commitments and we were delighted to get her back in and have her involved again. And then
1: turning attention to, so was the last few results, um, you backed up the cup semi-final with a, a brilliant home game against, against Bowles, so that must have been positive to get two on the bounce, really.
3: Yeah, Um I suppose we were kind of wary of Bose, you know, obviously after beating them in the Cup, um, like I know Bose had talked about that they were hoping to get to the final and, you know, that was their kind of dream as well, obviously getting to the Cup final and um, we were wary of the kind of backlash that, you know, they were coming down, um, feeling like we had kind of took that from them, um. but I thought our girls were excellent again on the day, especially in the, the first kind of 20 minutes, half hour, I thought they really kind of set out a marker that the, the Cup game wasn't a fluke in any sense, you know, that it was a a result we deserved and they backed it up with a, another another good performance um, and I just thought we looked like a team that had a bit of confidence, um, you know, obviously after the cup game um, and even when bo got the goal back um, I just felt like the girls kind of kicked on and relaxed and kind of showed the, the ability to have and obviously Paula, that we mentioned there came on and got a couple of goals but uh, I just thought it was another very kind of assured and confident performance from the girls and uh, it was great to kind of get three points but also to back up the cup performance
1: and I don't want to bring in the negative side, but the last game out against Cork, now the the first half, well, 3-0 up at half time. you must have been thinking it was definitely going our way, but I suppose, unfortunately, that's the way sport goes, that is the, uh, the fight back from Cork for the 3-3 draw.
3: Yeah, um, like, I suppose, like, first of all, you kind of have to give Cork credit, you know, it would have been very easy for them, like, they're, you know, they're below us in the league, and uh 3 0 down at half time and after a long journey, you know, they could easily just kinda of lay down and um but they didn't in fairness they came out fighting and they came out all guns blazing and um you know we didn't we didn't deal with it and we didn't react to it the right way and it's disappointing from our point of view in terms of the league like you know because obviously it was we were in a position where we had a great chance of getting three points and we didn't end up getting them. Um but I suppose the the flip side is um how disappointed and frustrated we all were after it it probably shows how well uh the last few weeks have gone and how much we've improved in terms of performances and results, that we were so disappointed with getting a point. And, you know, I think we even moved up a place on goal difference in the league, like you know, which any other time in the season we would have been delighted with, like you know, but um no, look, there was there was a disappointing feel after Saturday. But at the same time it's it's something that we can learn from and it's something we've talked about already this week. And, you know, if if, if it means um we're better prepared for that the Cup game and it's something that we can draw in during that game then It'll have been worth the, kind of, the annoyance and the frustration on Saturday, I think.
1: And we can move on to that, that Lone Cup game. Your initial reaction to the draw must have been delightful. Well, you must have been happy because home draw, semi-final to showgrounds, you can't beat that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, I suppose once we get into the semi-final, uh, you, you, you know no matter who you come up against in the semi-final, it's going to be a tough game. But uh, ourselves and I'm sure the other three teams involved were all hoping for a home draw like so. Uh, but the first name out was was lovely to see. Like, uh, and then we knew no matter which of the three teams you got, it was going to be a tough game. And um, alone will definitely uh be be coming up like you know to the game favorites, and they'll fully expect you know to be beating us and be going through. And it's up to us to make sure we we give a performance and we do everything we can to to knock them out and get to the cup final ourselves. And um, it's a challenge and an opportunity that myself and everyone involved with us is, is looking forward to.
1: And you mentioned opportunity. It's a great opportunity for the younger members of the squad to experience something like this as well.
3: Yeah, it's massive. Like, you know, um hopefully, like, you know, we'll get a, a good crowd out and a, there'll be a great atmosphere in that. And just uh, I suppose the whole kind of thing that goes with playing in a cup semi-final, like it's it's a brilliant experience. Like, and obviously we'll be focused on making sure we perform on the day and get a result. But you know, for some of them younger girls to be experiencing that these type of occasions are like kind of 16, 17, 18, and even the 19 and 20 year olds, you know, and um, that have you know 15, 20, 25 appearances uh, over the last two seasons, like to, to experience something like this and kind of get the feel for it, like it'll it can only be a good thing for them going forward, like so. um, there's there's a lot of pluses to it for us.
1: And would you be encouraging as, as many people to come along to the game on Saturday night?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, like I know the club are putting a big push on it. Um, but yeah, like there's no men's game. So, you know, hopefully a lot of kind of Rovers fans that, you know, might have been at some of our games or might not have got to any of our games, like it'd be brilliant to to see them out and see them get behind the girls, you know. The girls give absolutely massive commitment, like, you know, from uh, like we're going since January now this season and you know, the, the training with the group obviously and then doing their own bits and some of the traveling, some of them are doing is massive, like, you know, and They're doing it all on top of like school, college, or work, you know, depending on which girl I'm talking about. But they give a massive, massive commitment to the club, and they never look for Anton, or you know, they never kind of complain about Anton. And I think it'd be brilliant to see uh, a big crowd in the showgrounds on Saturday getting behind them, and you know, really kind of pushing them on and driving them on. And hopefully, between the crowd getting behind us and us giving a performance that's worthy of the team we have, uh, there'll be enough there to get us across the line and get us into a cup final.
1: Right lads, fun parts of this week's show. Now we we'll look ahead to well, historic fixture really on Saturday, the Women's Cup semi-final. Magoo, it should be a a great occasion. First of all,
2: yeah, hopefully. Look, it's it's um, it's not only really the biggest game for for the women's team. It's 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 the biggest game of women's football in the northwest region, I think, ever probably. You know, I know. Um Castle Bar probably had big games and everything, but but like we're talking about a senior club here, like um in the semi-finals of the of the FA Cup, So I think it's the biggest game in for women's football in the Northwest region ever. Like so a huge occasion um for for the girls, for the team, the management and for the club itself, like for the team only to be in the second year and to be in an FA. I Cup semi final at home um is is massive like so hopefully um they can get a good turnout, uh people come out and share them on because like, I think that'll make a huge difference as well. Like no disrespect to to the win. But like the uh, teams wouldn't be used to probably playing in front of the, uh, big, noisy, boisterous crowds like. So that having a home crowd on your side can make a huge difference to them. So hopefully people come out and and make the occasion even bigger and um, a night to remember for them and, and spur them on and get them over the line.
1: And Donald, yeah, Magoo mentioned there a night to remember, but as well, certainly we have the players on the pitch to to go and get to that
0: final. Absolutely, Ronan. Like the the, the attacking the, the the attacking threat that we possess is as good, I would say, as, as anything in the league under there. Um Like Emma Doherty, Casey, how. Uh, Part of Magori is would she be playing run receiver?
2: Yeah, she um, should. Um, so, she should be. Yeah, she's. Yeah, the, So she, I Sorry to cut across you, but I, I just think, in last she's she's made a huge difference in the last few weeks. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, she's. Uh, so, so
0: like I, again, hundred percent. We had. And then you look at you've that bit of experience, like it. Uh, you know, obviously with with Emma Hansbury midfield, and I think Emma she might have been carrying knock earlier in the season, but she, I think she's 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 looking fully fit now as well. And Lauren Bowles in midfield. Look at the team is full of quality, and that's been that's been shown in the last in in the last couple of games, like the the game against Bowes as well. Oh, I mean we hammered them, absolutely hammered them at the the, the last game of the league. We could have beat them. Six, seven, one, and it wouldn't have been. Uh, uh, it wouldn't have been uh, an unfair reflection on the way the game went. So, the game is full of. It's we have we're full of talent, and on our day, I firmly believe that we can beat anybody. So, yeah, and as Magoo said, it's, it's without doubt, it's the biggest game in women's football in the northwest ever. It's a massive occasion, and it's been a really shit season. And this is going. This is one thing I suppose for us all to kind of get behind and celebrate because. The, the, that women's team, they've had some tough blows during the season, but they've kept chipping away. And as Magoo says, for them to get to a, a FA Cup semi-final in only their second season, it's an absolutely phenomenal achievement. And I hope the people of Sago and the people of the Northwest go out and, and get behind the girls and, and make an atmosphere and, and make it a night to remember for everybody. Because uh, I think with a, with a good, uh, boisterous crowd behind them, the girls can go on to achieve great things instead of night.
1: And if you were to give a prediction for the game ago, uh,
2: hmm so I have to give a prediction, um, so you know me and my prediction is running. do um, it's hard to. I know, I know. I'd seen that i um, like I was looking up at the table and stuff. Um, at low don't seem to concede too many goals, so I think it could be tight. I think with the occasion as well in the nerves, I think it could be tight, but, um. Hopefully, um, well, I'll go 2-1. 2-1, Rovers. Go on. Extra time and penalties, and Rovers go to the final. Oh, Jesus. Extra time and penalties. But just, when you were saying earlier, a massive uh, game for the region. I think it's also a massive game, in the, not only for the women's team, but like even for the likes of, you know, I know the team itself in the long run, but I mean, the team right now, Like you, you can imagine how much of it, it's threatened uh, Steve, the coach's hand and everything. Uh, next year when they look the, if they get to a final you know what I mean just just when they're looking for like oh we need because they've done like what they're doing now they've done on like a, bu- a really small low budget like you yeah. know and they're like he's working miracles nearly at this age with us so yeah. it's, it's such a huge game in that context for everything just like to strengthen their hand next year going forward like we need we need a we need a dietitian or we need a psychologist So we need a a full time goalkeeper whatever it is like you know Little things like this yeah. make huge uh, impact further down the line, so it's, I think, it's, I think it's huge in, in that context as well. Just for the whole the, the actual team moving forward next season,
1: thank you, Magoo. Cheers, boys,
2: on cheers, Donald. I heard those cheers, lads. I people, I was proud coming out that
0: one. Best Blame. town in the world, best yeah. town in the world, best town in the world. More drama here, Shilali. North we're looking for Stenson's head away at the far post, and over it comes Elliot
2: Stenson! One more! It's brilliant, 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 brilliant! Here comes quickly! and it's there! It's
0: Slogarola 3, St. Patrick's Athletic 2, and that could be the decisive moment in the title race. We will never forget this